So you know how when Celine Dion sings, she sounds okay, but when she talks, she sounds like a dirty French whore? Okay. That's why I like contacting you here. Hashtag listener feedback. Someone really wrote that to us? Yeah. This is the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 18th, the year of our Lord, 2014. This is episode 71. I am Jeremy. I am joined by... Christy. And I am drinking a Monster Energy Red, Ultra Red, Ultra Red Monster. It's the red, the red can of Monster Energy Drink. So gross. So deliciously, deliciously gross. Thank you for thank you for listening, friends. Today's intro brought to you in the style of our friends over at the Eureka Podcast, who you'll be hearing a little bit more about later on in the show. We're so glad you found us. As always, you can find us on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. If this is your first time listening, or if you're just playing it because of some handy player on our website, or on Twitter, or on Facebook, or... Somebody sent you a link and said, oh my gosh, you have to listen to this show. The only thing I would ask of you is that you find us in iTunes, find us in whatever podcatcher you're using, nerdoutloudpod.com. We have links in there for iTunes and all that fun stuff. And subscribe. And then when a new show comes out, one will just show up magically on your computing listening device so, Christina, our show last week, did mm-hmm. you have any, um, did anybody reach out to you? Do you have any, any retractions, any reprints, anything you regret saying, anything that you would like to edit out, anything that you wish no. you wouldn't have said? Nope. We did Not get, from last week. We did get, oh, from other shows, there are things that you wish you wouldn't have said? Well, there was one show where I said that Brown versus the Board of Education was the separate but equal, but it was actually Plessy versus Ferguson. It's because I did uh, my senior thesis on both of those lawsuits, so they jumbled up in my head. I see. But one fed into the other. Well, it's nice that you get sharp shot every once in a while. Yeah. It seems that usually the day after the show posts, my uh, Twitter stream or private messages or various ways of contacting me are flooded with uh, corrections, things that I said wrong. This week... The only mistake that we had was actually uh, you were kind enough to bring the space news last yes. week. I, I, everyone's new favorite segment, Christy does fair space. Fair warning, there's going to be quite a bit of space news this week. It was. Can you tell me before so I can take a nap? Intergalactic. More of a nap than you usually take when we're recording or just... Yes. <laughs> is this a new... Yes. Oh. Maybe you'll get into REM sleep this time instead of just Maybe. the usual light dozing that just, you do. Just wake me up when the timer goes off. What? That's really the reason why I set a timer <laughs> is to wake me up. So, so you brought you brought the space news last week. I did. And what, you read off a series of 
it was just the headline space news edition mm-hmm. where you read off just the headlines yes. of a bunch of space related stories. And then at the end, you said that they were from the onion. Mm-hmm. And one, one of the stories that I was surprised about, and I think I even mentioned it on the show that you said was from the onion was about the international space machine getting an espresso machine yep. or a coffee maker. Mm-hmm. This is an actual, this is them reporting actual news. Mm-hmm. The timing is right. So, Spoiler alert, guys. The space station is actually getting an espresso machine. It's going up uh, this month, actually. So I'm just going to read a little piece from this article from CollectSpace.com. An actual good news source for space news. I would Mm -hmm. recommend them over The Onion, personally. Uh, But now you can't say that The Onion doesn't report real news. Which is, yeah, I don't know. I feel confused and betrayed and... I feel that you need to apologize, though, to me. I didn't say anything rude to you. I just... I know, but I was right. Okay. Okay. And whoever this listener was. Who's this listener? Oh, it was actually a couple people. We'll get to that in just a moment. The International Space Station is getting a critical upgrade. Its first coffee machine, the ISS Espresso, a capsule-based espresso machine, will enable astronauts to brew the hot caffeinated beverage as an alternative to the instant coffee that has been their only option aboard the space station for 13 years. That's unfortunate. Doesn't this seem <laughs> like a terrible idea? Horrible to be able to brew. <laughs> Why? steaming hot coffee in a place that it's just going to float around well it's just it's it's just heating up the espresso or pulling it through the ground so i'm looking at the whole pamphlet right here i'll post a link in the show notes I probably will spare the details um, it's not a latte machine so they can't do steamed milk but they'll be able to do they'll be able to do espresso and it looks like it's it's going up later this month there's a new um there's a new batch of astronauts headed to the iss in a couple weeks i believe including the first italian uh, the first Italian that, in space that and the first Italian woman in taking space. Taking the espresso machine? I guess it was an Italian espresso machine, yeah. How? From La Vaza. La Vaza. La Vaza. La Vaza. Oh. It's the number one coffee of Italy. Um, <laughs> La, La Vaza. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, secondly, I mean, I don't even know. Um, how much is this going to cost? Uh, I do not have that number in front of me. What I need to know, what I need for them to do is tell me how much it costs, and then every time they make a coffee with it, they get to make a hash mark, and then in one year, they get to divide by that number and then tell how much it was worth. It's probably going to be less than a Starbucks cup. Probably. Probably, yes. And I have to apologize. Mm -hmm. Preemptive edit for next week. I said the first Italian in space. I, I misspoke. What I meant to say was the first Italian woman in space will I be see. going up later this month, along with the ISS espresso machine. So anyway, there we go. Apparently, they actually are getting a coffee maker on the uh, on the ISS, which is good. I mean, those guys, uh, uh, anybody that's had powdered coffee knows that it's not a pleasant. I feel like that's something it's you just not sign a pleasant up for experience. when you're an astronaut. It's just though. one of the you get you, to be weightless all the time. You get so to have tang. Yeah. And what's what's the tang of the coffee world? Instant coffee, right? Yeah. So you get that and then you also get to have astronaut ice cream. Mhm. And that's your life. Like you you get to be in space. <laughs> you get to be in but space. But you have to drink shitty coffee. Yeah. It's one reason why you come back. I guess so. Yeah. Perhaps. So, uh thanks to Sean, the, actually the guy that made the uh, the guy that made your drone strike audio bumper, oh, was kind okay. enough to point that out, and he 
was one of two people only ever in the history of us having a website that commented on one of the show posts. You can actually go to when I post a show on our website. You can go there, and not only can you listen to the show there, can you find links to subscribe to the show there? Can you find links to call our voicemail line or contact us anywhere on the web? But you can also comment, and he was kind enough to comment and let us know that uh, that was actually a thing from the um, Hyper Nonsense podcast as well as one of my favorite science podcasts, the laser podcast and the laser podcast stands for let's agree science and engineering are rad. <laughs> I <kind of> like <laughs> so that. It's pretty uh, nerdy, but actually their last episode, episode 18 was called space, space, space. And they talked all about space stuff, including so they sharp, including shat the, me, but they're wrong. They sharp shot at us. No. Well, I think that people, when you said it was from the onion, I think that, People Many automatically people think that that's a parody. That it's a parody because okay. uh, more often than not, it is. But mm-hmm. apparently, for some reason, they decided to try and report real news for once, and and they were right. So <laughs> well, because it sounds right. ridiculous. It and does that's sound why, ridiculous. That's why I picked it to say. I didn't know if it was true or not. Okay. I mean, that's honest. Being honest, right? Yeah. So that was uh, that was that little exciting uh, Hamlet. But besides that, we had a very full and exciting week last night. Our Midwest tour was a wild success. <laughs> All one locations that we went to. Two. In the Midwest tour. We had dinner first. Oh, well, yes. I guess there were stops. I was thinking like one oh, in our city tour. on the tour. Right. So there was, we went to Kansas City. On the, Maybe next year we'll expand the uh, midwest tour yeah. leg to if we're going more to cities if we're gonna do that let's wait till it's not winter it was cold it was cold so we went to kansas city as we've been talking about on the show to meet up with our friends over at the eureka podcast um and to go to the seahawks game and to go to the seahawks kansas city game which was exciting and depressing all at the same time um all right so let's 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 work our way through the trip here. Okay. We should talk about it a little bit. First of all, there was there was a prank that happened at one point <laughs> that Christy is very excited about telling you guys this story. <laughs> so excited that she's not going to tell it on this podcast <laughs> because she wants to do some kind of four-way Skype situation yeah. with Craig and Jeremy from the Eureka podcast. Why do it with just one person when you can have a four-way? <laughs> I just, I'm not sure how. We'll see how it's going to go. We'll see how it's going to go. I think that maybe I, I'm not sure how much me and Jeremy, I'm not sure how much the Jeremy's side of the equation have to really say about the prank. Oh my God. Because I think that probably this was more of a Craig and Christie orchestrated situation. So we won't <laughs> talk about that a whole bunch. But hey, guys, we call that a tease in the business. Uh, stay tuned. Hopefully, next week we'll have that. Assuming that we can make a four-way Skype situation work. Like mm-hmm. I said, I've never tried it. I guess we'll just see what happens. Uh, can't be worse than the Takedown podcast. So <laughs> there's lay, that. Let's lay off picking <laughs> on them this week. <laughs> okay. So we went to Kansas City. Yes. There was a flight involved. We got on an airplane, right? Okay. So we left Saturday morning. We left very, very early Saturday morning. Oh we got up at three o'clock in the morning, yes. I think, to leave. This is uh, disgusting. We went to bed at about two. Yes. <laughs> One thirty or two, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. Got up at three, went to the airport. And I don't fly very much. I feel like you fly a lot. 
Is flying something you do? Yeah, I, I mean, I in the past, yes. And do you enjoy flying? No. No, not I at all. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I love travel. I, I get know. so excited about. I get it's so like excited a, about. You're just like a anything. little kid. I was hyper. I was so hyper that I couldn't really sleep the night before. And I was just excited about everything. Um, the, so we got on the plane. I mean, we were on the plane, taxiing out to the runway at like five thirty in the morning mm-hmm. on Saturday morning. Yep. As we're sitting there at the gate to waiting to get on the plane, I see some guy walking by with like a Wendy's bag filled with food. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no w- who. First of all, like is Wendy's open that early? Five thirty in the morning. I mean, it was Does Wendy's have a breakfast menu. Apparently, I didn't know that Wendy's did have a breakfast menu, no, but apparently there, they did. And here's did not have how I know menu. they for sure have a breakfast menu is I was lucky enough to be seated next to the young man that uh, thought it prudent to bring a huge greasy bag of fast food uh, on an airplane at five o'clock in the morning and sit next to me inches from my face. <laughs> <laughs> and and ch- chow down on a well his girlfriend was sitting next to me and did the same on thing. a little croissant it was a croissant with a piece of sausage and some egg i believe you sure it was wendy's i am 100 percent positive it was wendy's okay yeah it was uh and it was extremely unpleasant it was extremely unpleasant i i have to say and then well, to add insult to injury sorry no go ahead I didn't well mean i had you. his girlfriend doing the same thing next to me and the guy in front of me smelled really bad like cat pee so i think mine is worse what would you prefer would you prefer the nasty food smell at five o'clock in the morning or the cat pee? i I know but if you had to pick one which one would you pick oh always always nasty food always because cat pee is the one of the worst smells in life in life it is a very uh it is a very potent potent strong Mm -hmm. smell and it like doesn't go away like it's just there yeah, it's very uh, persistent. Mm-hmm. Okay, I apparently just needed to come up with another P word. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yeah. And then I, I, I have to agree with you on that one. First of all, I would always go with the food. So um, I couldn't get away from it. I'd turn my head one way, nasty food. The other way, cat pee. Yeah. It's just... Uh, to add insult to injury... Uh, he, after he finished his breakfast and we took off, he mm-hmm. pulled out his iPad... And decided to start watching Sons of Anarchy right next to me. The brand new season of Sons of Anarchy. But he was spoiled in like it. three or four episodes in, right? Yeah, like the most recent episode that was out. Which mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, if he pulled it out and was watching like, it, what the, it's it, they're in the middle of season seven right now. Okay. Season six is what's available. Up through season six is what's available on Netflix. I'm not a big TV guy when it comes to those kind of shows, but I just happened to start watching it and like mainlined well, all really, of season six in yeah, yeah, well, three days. Yeah, that's what's really funny is Jeremy's been very anti Sons of Anarchy, and then he just well not anti, just not pro. Nah, you would make fun of me, <laughs> talk shit. So then. I just happened to be watching one and he got like super into it. So he's never seen any other season except for six. So then it was really funny for him to get that upset about. Well, yeah, I just got into the show and homeboy sits down next to me and busts out his iPad. And sure, I can't hear it. He's got headphones on. (laughs) But but still, it's like pretty obvious what's going on. I was like, hey, 
bro, spoiler alert. Like maybe let's put up some kind of like magazine or barrier or at least check in with me. I mean, this is a this is an intimate experience that we're sharing here. So someone should check the in with you. The least you, if it's you okay. could do is at least talk to me about it first. No, Just give me a no. heads up. No, you are not right. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's common courtesy. <laughs> I'm not saying that everybody Excuse has to, me, but sir. I'm saying if Excuse people me, did that, if do people, you watch the Sons of Anarchy? If pe- what episode are you on? If people chose to do that or to have that kind of ap- attitude, I think this world would be a better place. I think we could really improve things around here if people cared like that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, maybe no bring cares. a maybe bring a pair of headphone splitters. If you're gonna sit down and watch a show, talk to your seatmate, chat it up with them. Say hey. What I found let's was go through this together. Is that he had. Six smoked salmons in a bag. Did you see that? <laughs> he did. He had a bag of six smoked salmons. At least he could. I should have asked, uh, collected a tax. <laughs> hey, you spoiled Sons of Anarchy for me. Give me one of them salmons. <laughs> Let's eat it on the plane <laughs> together. <laughs> that um, breakfast food. Lieutenant, do you have any crackers? <laughs> that breakfast food made me hungry. Let's uh, let's bust out one of these smoked salmons. Um, someday we need to have an episode where i tell crazy plane stories because i have quite a few oh yeah quite a few all right yeah we'll we'll have to maybe we'll have to get uh our friend the pilot back on and see if we can mm-hmm. <laughs> talk some uh goofy airplane stories i'm sure that he is, has some oh, his I'm fair sure. share of weird ones as well so that was our flight it's pretty uneventful really besides being spo- having sons of anarchy spoiled and the uh, six salmon guy eating a whole bunch of uh Wendy's mm-hmm. fast food and we arrived and Well, I slept the entire time so yeah. that's my superpower is that I just get onto a plane buckle the seatbelt and I'm out. I don't want to sleep when I'm on planes. I, I like want to so embrace the moment of like <laughs> I will say I had a couple moments where I was looking out the window uh, while we were flying and I looked up into the sky and you can like see we're above the clouds and it gets dark up there and you're like, that's space. Like I am, I am closer to space than I was a few hours ago. Yeah. I had just had that thought. I wondered if anybody had ever been in a plane and just yanked back on the stick and flew up into space, like just went crazy and decided to try and fly into space. Well, that's a question for Will. Yeah, I guess so. We'll have to to let us know, guys. Let us know if you ever, uh, if you know an astronaut, if you know a a pilot that's ever tried to fly an airplane into space and and died. Then we landed in Dallas and Jeremy got fish tacos Mm -hmm. and... They smelled like bleach. They smelled and tasted like ble- bleach. Yes. So this food was so bad that I wouldn't eat it. And I eat food out of the garbage can. <laughs> so that's not, that is telling. Like I was concerned. I had two or three bites and I was concerned. I was concerned. I was genuinely concerned about the 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 taste and that I was going to come down with something yeah and i've seen you eat food off of other people's tables yeah i'll eat strangers food right for sure i mean i not 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 until after they leave if they leave and it's uh and it's there we'll 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 take it yeah i mean that was one of the biggest ways that i ate when i did that big when i drove across the country in the geo metro we would go to mall food courts and consume the food that people leave behind because it 
So if there's a lot of waste. There's a lot of waste. So if anyone's in the Dallas airport, do not eat at Papacitos. Don't go to Papacitos. Okay. Or at, at least go there, but don't get the fish tacos. No, because Katrina said her chicken thing was disgusting, too. Oh, okay. All right. So don't maybe just don't go to Papacitos. That's disappointing. Uh, so we got to Kansas City, and that evening was Saturday evening. We met up with Jeremy and Craig. Yes. What? Well, we recorded that on the way to... We did record, which is... I hauled all of this podcasting gear on the plane with me. Uh, I mean, I had a bag with some clothes in it and a bag probably almost as big as that bag with podcasting gear in it. And we ended up not using any of it at all. Except for randomly on the way to the restaurant to meet Jeremy and Craig, uh, we recorded... <laughs> we had um we were also with Katrina. Friend of the show, Katrina, mm-hmm. listen to the poop cast. Is she on the first one or the second one? That's a good question. Okay. She oh, I think she's on the first one. Okay. So Katrina Friend of the show, Katrina um was with us on this trip and we recorded with her while we were driving to the restaurant to meet Jeremy and Craig. And, and let's just say she's not a very good sport about <laughs> podcasts or doing new things or meeting people yeah. or being out in public or anyone that's outgoing <laughs> or anything that's out of the ordinary yeah. anything that <laughs> makes her go out of her house and be out of her pajamas <laughs> are things that she hates yeah. yeah it's very clear after spending the weekend with katrina that uh what's very important to katrina is katrina and <laughs> and what is going to be affecting her mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and you know what she she's nice. a lot she better nice, than she used to be yeah yeah, yeah but it, you know it went okay. and she was, so, so katrina's katrina <laughs> <laughs> what's really funny is the whole time that we were with the guys i was just thinking jeremy if possible jeremy would stay out probably two to three more hours and katrina wishes two hours ago we went home yeah <laughs> well and by the end of the night there was talk amongst the group of continuing the evening on. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah. And Katrina's like, I need to be done. <laughs> well, so when happened, we're the but, three sober people, yeah. they well, would have been passed out by the time. I don't think anybody was that was, was that bad. Um, anyway, so we go out on the way to the hotel or on the way to the restaurant to meet them. Part of the rental car falls off and it's dangling down in the parking <laughs> lot of the hotel or of the restaurant that we get to. We get to the restaurant. We're going to this uh, Jack Stacks barbecue place. Mm-hmm. There was a two-hour wait. Um, so I tore off the piece of the rental car that was hanging down underneath So it. the first <laughs> impression they get is you're ripping something <laughs> out from underneath the car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we ended up going to a delicious German place next door. Had some amazing delicious German food, had an opportunity to meet Jeremy and Craig from the Eureka podcast. Uh, Jeremy's wife was there. Do they say her name? Sarah, yes. Okay. And Craig's girlfriend was there. Uh, And we got to meet them and spend some time with them. It was great. I have to, I don't know how it was for you. I will Mm -hmm. say personally, I didn't feel uncomfortable or awkward at all. I I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I just felt. It was like listening to their podcast, except for it was super actually weird. Talking we to actually them. commented at that at one point because they sound exactly like their voices do, and I'm like, <laughs> it's just so weird to hear those voices are so familiar with right here. Yeah, especially Jeremy. Yeah, uh, but I had a I had a good time meeting them, well. uh, and then we went to 
Flying Saucer. We went to the Flying Saucer. We went to kind of the like bar district area part of town. Got to meet Jeremy's sister who came out oh, and yeah. joined us. Mommy loves wine. Mommy loved wine. Mom, 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 mommy very, loves wine. She's very interesting. She's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany is <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> <laughs> While we were at the Flying Saucer is also when the prank, the aforementioned prank <laughs> that we'll be talking about at a later date. I still happened. laugh every time I think about it. <laughs> and uh, and then we went our separate ways. And that was that. It was sad. Nobody I wish got we, murdered. I wish we had gone a day before Nobody was and had another or day. Weird. Yeah, I was bummed. Uh, I, I get time delay everything. When it comes to stuff like this, like I always enjoy the moment, mm-hmm. and then usually afterwards, all it'll like slowly time release dawn on me how cool it was and how much mm-hmm. fun it was, and I just look back on things very, very fondly. And that definitely happened with me as this trip went on. I was thinking, man, I wish we, I would have planned this differently. I wish we could have come a day earlier. I wish we could have spent a little more time mm-hmm. hanging out with them. Like it was, it was a blast. It was, you know. Hopefully they'll come visit us. Yeah, that's uh, it, and it will won't be four degrees outside, so that'll oh, be exciting. Yeah, that I guess we'll get to that when we talk about the game. Yeah, which happened the next day. So the next morning we got up. Katrina, Christy, and myself got up and went to the Seahawks versus Kansas, mm-hmm. Kansas City game. Uh, and I will say this: when I am not really like a big sports guy. I mean, I enjoy watching football and just recently have gotten into watching football, but uh, I've never been huge into sports. And This was only your third football this game This was my third ever. football game, yeah, ever in the history of mm-hmm. football games. Um, of the three, actually, the Seahawks have lost every game that I've ever been to. Huh. <laughs> so, Did you hear that, Jen? Uh, <laughs> so uh, they, the Seahawks did lose the game, unfortunately. Uh, but what I was saying is, is that when I go to whenever I put a jersey on or even just pretend to be excited about sports or try mm-hmm. and trash talk other NFL <laughs> teams or whatever, okay. I feel like I feel like a little kid that put on his dad's dress clothes, like put on his dad's suit and then mm-hmm. went to work with them. And like this little kid that's just walking around just pretending that he should be there with a briefcase that has like crayons and some construction <laughs> paper in it and that that's how I feel when I go to sporting events, and that's definitely how I felt this this time around. Like I kept on waiting for people to be like, "Uh, you you can't be cheering for the Seahawks or <laughs> pat me on the head." Oh, that's cute. Look at you <laughs> trying Give me to that cheer, jersey back, <laughs> trying to cheer for a sports team. <laughs> but uh, it was very uh, what I picture when I think of stereotypical NFL tailgating type situation is exactly what happened. I mean, oh yeah, was- they know how to tailgate there for sure. They open up the gates, I believe it was at 8 a.m. Yeah. And people just bring out their barbecues. It's like a full-on thing because they have the space. It's shared there's with a, the Royals. Yeah, there's a baseball field and a, a football. football stadium in the same area and they're sharing a huge massive parking lot and everybody just pulls in and they had like fire pits <laughs> like people brought barbecues and had fires going and there was tents everywhere because it was probably i mean it was it was below freezing especially it was, it was nine degrees especially in the morning i think yes. it was well, well below during, freezing yeah during the game it was nine degrees yeah so um 
the thing with Seattle, if people haven't been here or gone to a game, is that our stadium is in the middle of the city, like the city core. So there's only certain places you can tailgate. There's a lot of restrictions about alcohol and when it can be drank and, and where it can. And so it's not as fun. And so most people go to the bars in Pioneer Square, which are close to the stadium. So we don't have that kind of tailgating that they do there. Insane. Yes, it was insane and it was awesome though. I had so much fun and it was a great game. I mean, we lost unfortunately, but the game itself was. Yeah, if it would have been a blowout either way, I, it would have been boring. Yeah. I probably would have wanted to leave because I had two pairs of socks it on. Was, yeah, it was the stadium itself is also outside. Yeah, and so and open. So I had two pairs of socks on. I really felt like I was getting frostbite. <laughs> And Jeremy ended up giving me his socks, did, yeah. and then I had those I little hottie <laughs> things shoved into my shoes, and it still was bad. I mean, there were people there that are that were season ticket holder for Chiefs, and they had brought blankets to put on the ground. So it's a known thing that the cement just sucks all the cold out of. Does. Yeah, you were also you. wearing Converse. Yeah, Which probably aren't the best cold weather shoes. No, although I mean, I was wearing dress Skechers, mm-hmm. but I think I just run a little warmer than you in yeah, general was... but uh the all of the you know we were in enemy territory as mm-hmm. it were and i'm not much on trash talking <laughs> but uh everybody, everybody was, really was nice. super nice the the most the worst fan behavior that i saw the entire game was from another seahawks fan <laughs> we were actually sitting in a section with probably about 20 seahawks fans 30 which was a blast yeah because uh, i mean they were rowdier than the fans at the home game that I went mm-hmm. to. So that was fun. Uh, but w- there was a guy in front of us that... Was wasted. Was he drank a whole f- bottle of Fireball. I think he had like a fifth of Fireball. And then he was drinking beer. And I'm sure... I mean, that was just what we saw him drink. I'm sure he was drinking beforehand. And then he was... I think what did him in is he was chewing tobacco. And he was spitting into... He had two things. He had a beer that he was drinking. And he had a can, an empty can of beer that he was spitting tobacco into. Mm-hmm. And what I believe happened is that he tried to take a swig of his beer. And he accidentally took a swig of his spit. Mm-hmm. And that was just too much for he him. He projectile vomited over three rows. Yeah. And uh, little kids. Like, got a, covered a little kid in puke. Not covered, but there was substantial amount of splash. It smelled all over so the bad. Ground Nothing is worse him. Than beer puke. The smell of it. Well, and like looking down and seeing it all sitting there, seeing like the big chunk of of chew like sitting on top of the beer can. It was too much. It was pretty brutal. But I mean, and that but that was a Seahawks fan. That was the and that was the worst behavior. Really, everybody else was. Everybody was so nice. They they do a bunch of cheers, which we won't get into that until a little bit later. But oh, we can get into that right now. Actually, they do a bunch of cheers, and I didn't under I couldn't tell what they were saying <laughs> so i asked the guy like what what are what the hell are they saying and i guess it's we're gonna kick i don't remember we're and then they all say you 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 yeah, you, yeah. you 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 or something and i didn't understand um but they won the loudest stadium and i do not get it yeah it was it's it was no, not that loud it's it not wasn't that loud as... and they were winning yeah yeah well and it was it was close game uh the the Chiefs, and this is something that I never really thought about because I think all of my focus when it came to racist team names mm-hmm. in the NFL was focused on that team from Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the well, Chiefs that's are, pretty another, blatant. are another 
it's yeah. I want to say quietly offensive or mm-hmm. quietly racist, but it's not really quietly racist. It's no. pretty blatantly racist. Well, and including call- like a bunch of white dudes running around with like Native American headdresses yes. on. They have like a whole tomahawk chop thing going on that where they're doing the a uh, Native American chant. Uh, the thing that caught they me have, off guard. They have a big native drum that they beat. The thing that caught me off guard was when they sang the national anthem. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, where the last line where they say the home of the brave and the home of the brave. Uh, instead of when they get to the line brave, everybody in the stadium yells, Chiefs! Yeah. <laughs> Which seems very like yeah. I'm not super patriotic in the sense that I feel that the national anthem is this sacred thing, but it is very important to many people, especially in that part of the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, to have them uh, kind of shit on that last moment mm-hmm. seemed like it just it surprised me. And I oh, think well, I kind about- of looked over at Katrina and the guy behind me that was a Chiefs fan. Chiefs. He was. He said, I fucking holder, said, hate that they I've been. Do that. I live here my whole life, and I, it still bothers me that they yeah. do that. Or something. Well, also, what bothered <laughs> me more is people doing the tomahawk chop in the middle of it. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the national anthem, by the way. Yeah. So I, I just looked up. I looked up Chief in the thesauri. Okay. Uh, to to see if we could just brainstorm some better, some better NFL teams. Okay. Let's um, do it. So we have leading. Main preeminent. I feel like preeminent would make it good. There should be some like they could be the preeminent members of society. <laughs> the Kansas City <laughs> preeminent members of society. Um, prime. That's a little more. Uh, principal, arch, capital, cardinal. Well, that one's already taken. Ruling, um. major, key, head. Grand, controlling, crucial, effective. I mean, what do, what do you think, Christian? What? You well, they could, could go if with you something stupid like Kansas the Kansas Texans, Chiefs, <laughs> the, the Kansas City Kansanians. Well, Missourians, right? Oh yeah, Missourians. Sir, Missouri. People keep correcting me. I'll look forward. Maybe to Maybe they could be the barbecue ribs shouting. or something. Yeah, the burnt ends. <laughs> oh yeah, the Kansas City burnt ends. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would do that. I'd go I, for that. I'd go to that. Yeah, and they're also setting themselves up for a whole bunch of food deals and mm-hmm. stuff. That's the other thing that caught me off guard. Is I'm used to really long beer lines for everything mm-hmm. at like Safeco Field and CenturyLink yeah, and everywhere. all that stuff. There's always, the beer lines always really long. We were at, <laughs> we non-existent. Were at, the, there was the beer line no was line. you could get beer anywhere there. Yeah, uh, the they line, even had hard alcohol, which is unusual. We don't have that. The line for hot chocolate, however, <laughs> twenty five minutes like, long <laughs> was like twenty five people deep, <laughs> and for whatever reason, it was taking forever to. Yeah, they only took cash, (laughs) yet it took forever. All right, so Kansas City burn ends. We've we've fixed that, and then maybe instead of the the chop with the with the chant, the Mm -hmm. Native American chant, they could just make really loud mouth noises. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Okay, you know, eighty thousand people all all doing that at the same time. It's just. We can workshop that. We can yeah. workshop that part. But all right. So the Kansas City burn ends. You're welcome, NFL. Well, maybe they could kind of still keep the chop, but it's them chopping up the burnt ends like chop, 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 chop. chop. <laughs> <laughs> no? That's perfect. No, okay. that's great. I like that. 
<laughs> that was really funny. Maybe they can have Guy Fieri be their mascot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else from the trip that you want to talk about? Was there anything else that stood out to you? The one, oh, the only, the last piece that I will say, uh, as you guys know, I haven't talked about this in a little bit. Uh, Project Seven Eleven, the year two thousand fifteen. My plan is to meet is to go to every single Seven Eleven in Washington State and record audio, maybe some video, interview the staff members, the people, at the stores, learn some of their stories, and just see see where that journey's going to take us, as it were. I think it's around a thousand stores. I. No, it's not around a thousand. Well, if you numbers. start, I, I have mean, a spreadsheet. I got up. a spreadsheet from uh, from Seven Eleven headquarters <clears throat> with all all the stores in Washington, and um, I'll be heading to all those. So I have I have a soft spot in my heart for for Seven Eleven and convenience stores, stores in general, uh, especially <clears throat> the weird su- small town ones yeah. that have very weird ex- extensive menus mm-hmm. of fried weird stuff. Yeah. He's all about places it. that serve food that shouldn't. The weird. You don't like that. You shouldn't serve food. Like <laughs> I, I love the fact that they said that you can buy an entire pizza from Seven Eleven. That, that concept fascinates me. Yeah. There is a shell station in South Seattle where you can buy deep fried gizzards. I was just gonna say, I bet and you would get gizzards. That seems like something that you shouldn't be able to get at a gas station, but but. Well, you can. Not that you shouldn't be able to get it there, but you definitely should not eat it from a <laughs> gas station. Well, but especially in, I mean, th- that's a stone's throw from downtown Seattle. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so we're, like, Do you think that's where all the... Whole is, Foods headquarters. <laughs> is that where all those bags from Thanksgiving go? People donate <laughs> yeah. them to the Shell station? Yeah, absolutely. They just put them in a freezer for the Would rest of the year. Would you eat that? Would you eat gizzards? I have. Ugh. And will. And will again. My mom's all into that too. So, where I was going with this whole thing is, I was introduced to a little Hamlet by the name of Quick Trip, my new mistress we of the Midwest. Found that on our first day. I th- yeah yeah on oh, Saturday yeah, we, just we were randomly. only there for two days. <laughs> we went there twice a day after that. Yeah, I think I went to Quick Trip. Four times in the two days that yes. we were there, maybe five. Anyway, uh, I threatened to go again. We went. After. We went to six different ones. We didn't go into all of them. We looked this is in why. some of them because the one we liked the best, which yes, we did have an opinion on it, had a sign that said "Voted Number One Quick Trip <laughs> in This Neighborhood." Yeah. And so I said, "Well, how many possible quick trips are there in this neighborhood? You would be surprised. There are a lot." So. I needed to know if this was just a sign that they all had. Yeah. So we drove around to all of the quick trips in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they were the only one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of interesting people that hang out in the quick trip. Yeah, they were the parking lots of every single one. No matter what hour we went there, they were full. So these gas stations, <laughs> they're... And we were going at 2, 3 o'clock open in the morning. 24 hours a day. I have an obsession with beverages, beverages of all kind. Yes. Uh, Slurpees, soda, energy drinks, juices, teas, Gatorade, coffee. I mean, any anything. And they have. There's probably a bank of thirty fountain mm-hmm. machines, including, by the way, energy drinks on tap. Rooster Booster. So you could, yeah. They have. They have a. I don't know if that's a Kansas City thing or like a Midwest thing, or if that's. I mean, because they also had. 
their own Quick Trip branded energy drink. Of course I they had did. that. I had the Rooster Booster. Uh, Which I, was better. I had one called a Donkey Kick. Yeah. Which was the best of those? The Quick Trip one was the best that I had of all okay. of those energy drink ones. They have a Slurpee. They have a bank of Slurpees. But not Slurpees. Their own kind. It's their own. Yeah, they're called like slushies. Called? Not slushies. I'm going to oh, be man. sad that I can't remember because it's a really impressive and name. And they had such they good have, flavors. And then they have smoothies. Smoothies. Wh- or, which are kind of like an icy consistency. But they weren't healthy. No. It was no, they like weren't sugar like, drink they weren't Seattle smoothies. that was milk-based. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then they then had a milkshake machine. They had a milkshake machine. Uh, then they had a bank of about probably 20 of those pre-mixed flavored hot chocolate type things Mm -hmm. they had drip coffee with a flavored creamer like a machine that had flavored creamer and like 15 10 or 15 different types of types of flavoring yeah they had everything machine and then they had an entire section of rollers like they have at 7-eleven where they put those hot dogs (laughs) on the heated rollers did you take a picture of the rollers i have a couple great pictures of the roller section so imagine one of those normal ones that you would see at at 7-Eleven that say it's like three and a half feet wide, maybe yeah. three feet wide is a big one. Yeah. Uh, like four of those end to end. Yeah. Just it was minimum 10 As feet. far as the eye can see. <laughs> there have, was a really interesting one that looked like it was coated in chips. They have, <laughs> they have tons of random. Yeah. They had like blue cheese, like buffalo wing dogs. They had, we were there in the morning and they had uh, blueberry, blueberry <laughs> pancakes uh, or a, a p- big piece of sausage wrapped in a blueberry pancake on this roller. And then they had a weird thing where you ordered food on yeah, a touch and then, screen. If it's between the hours of 10 a.m. and 10 p.m., they have a full on restaurant <laughs> in the back where you go up and you order your food on a touch screen. It spits out a receipt. You go pay for it and then they make it. They make your food for you and you come back and What I was up. really sad about is that they sold Fago in like five or six different flavors and I really wish I would have. But what? we found that the night before, I at like three o'clock in the morning the night before we left. What I'm really sad about is the fact that the closest one is Arizona. And now I'm going to have to drive down to Arizona. Where in Arizona? To go visit a quick trip. I think it's in Phoenix. Is there one in Las Vegas? No. Oh, Arizona is the closest one. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they also had a frozen hot chocolate machine. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So that was my... my. I mean, I was I was disappointed that I didn't get to spend more time with... Uh, the quick trip? The guys from Eureka oh. Podcast, Jer- Jason... Jason? No. Jeremy. Come on. That's a really hard name for <laughs> you to remember. Jeremy and Craig and uh, their re- respective um, spouses. I'm... Ladies. Not saying their names, not to be disrespectful. I just can't remember if I'm allowed to say them or not. So, uh, but it was great, and I was disappointed that we didn't get to spend more time with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am almost as equally disappointed that I didn't spend more time in Quick Trip. How <laughs> about spending time in the Quick Trip with them? Yes, yeah. Well, as we're Je- recording, Jeremy actually told me that he has been known to. Like he doesn't have one in his the part of ten, uh, Kansas that he lives mm-hmm. in, so he go he will go out of his way to go there, not even just to get gas, but just to go there to hang get out. to get stuff and hang out. Yeah, that's so. another thing I wish we had recorded. 
I wish we had two. I think I was. We a just little, didn't have the time to. Do yeah, it. and it was. I don't know. I think because the other people were there, might have made mm-hmm. it a little difficult. I don't know. We could have just sent Katrina off with the to. other girls. Yeah. I was being shy and weird and I You were being really have. shy and weird. <laughs> it was really weird actually. <laughs> but you and Jeremy hit it off. It was as if you I mean, just from the outside, Craig and I noticed you guys it was like you were talking to yourselves. <laughs> oh, no, even so we were much. dressed alike. Even I yeah. think we we had, had the, the same, same shoes. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> But Although he kept making, f- they both kept making fun of your shirt. My shirt. They kept calling it the pearl button. Oh yeah, I was. I was wearing a plaid shirt. I was. Um, you were wearing a plaid shirt. I was lumber. I were was, you also wearing black jeans? I was lumber sexual. <laughs> <laughs> lumber sexual. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to tell the prank story. So that was. Uh, that was our trip. That was our Midwest tour, guys. That was the Midwest tour recap. It was. Um, it was exciting. I had a lot of fun and I was really, really depressed to come back on Monday. I was really depressed coming back into the airport. I just, really? Yeah. I think I told you in the airport, I, I, I don't get my daughter again. I don't get to see her again till Thursday. Mm-hmm. And right now still haven't had much interaction with my daughter's mom up to that point. So, um, the chances are I won't be seeing her until Thursday. And so I, uh, I don't really have any reason to come back. <laughs> I don't have any reason to come back to Seattle. I was already with you, and maybe your job. Then? Wanted to just keep going. Yeah, I mean that was literally but the if, only. reason If we're going to be gone back. that long, I would prefer it to not be somewhere that's nine degrees. <laughs> yeah, I know. The whole time I was saying, why didn't I pick Phoenix this year? Yeah. Well. Yeah, I will say I did appreciate. I would rather be nine degrees than 109 degrees i i would pick going to a football game in nine oh, yeah. degrees over like standing people, around in yeah you don't get it, like the people in uh that went to san diego yeah. and they're fainting and oh i i heard that that stadium ran out of water at one point in san diego mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's crazy so speaking of ice and water and snow we teased this last week but it had not happened yet at the time of recording last week when actually while you were doing this week in rad space news we uh there there was a little thing that was happening on the other side of the world should i time this oh okay all right three minutes wait hang on t-minus three minutes and counting five four three two one I shortened it. Okay, it's starting. Go. Did you like my shortened one? Did you like my shortened clip? What Do you want to spend three minutes talking about this? <laughs> okay, so last week, you guys, there was some big space news. Many people, I have read a lot of people that are comparing this to this kind of generation's Apollo landing. It doesn't seem quite in that same vein for me because we put a robot on something, not a person. Uh, But as we've talked about on the show before, there's a space probe that the European Space Agency, or ESA, I've been calling them the ESA, uh, 
That is incorrect. It's pronounced, you just say ESA, kind of like we say NASA. Saying ESA would be like me saying NASA. Mm-hmm. So ESA put this put the Rosetta space probe up there uh, about 12 years, 10, 10, 11 years ago. It shot up into space, spent 10 years flying around the solar system, doing loops around Earth and loops around Mars, picking up speed to rendezvous with this comet at started orbiting the comet, a small refrigerator-sized space probe called Philae came off of Rosetta and went to land on the surface of this comet. Now, let me remind you, this comet is 300 million miles away. It's going 40,000 miles an hour. It is rotating incredibly fast or around an asymmetrical axis. And so it's wobbling out there in space, and we landed this fillet lander on the surface of a comet from 300 million miles away. Uh, It hit the surface right where they were supposed to. There was harpoons on the bottom of it that were supposed to activate and shoot and stick it to the surface of the comet. The harpoons didn't go off. There was a cold gas jet that was supposed to help hold it to the ground. That also did not work. So what actually happened is the lander... Hit the surface of, hit the surface of the comet. Bounced up almost a full kilometer off the surface. Spent two hours off the surface of the comet again. Landed again. Bounced. Went up for about I think twenty minutes. Came back down again. Bounced. Went up just a couple of centimeters. Hit back down. So the w- with the amount of gravitational pull that the comet has, the fillet lander had the same amount of gravity as about a paperclip. And so had the lander bounced off going much faster, it would have exceeded escape velocity and just kept on going off into space. So when fillet the when the lander came back down, it unfortunately kind of came down at an angle with one of its feet up in the air, one of its three legs up in the air. It had some uh corkscrew ice screw things in its feet that were supposed to latch onto the ice. Those did not work because it landed at an angle kind of on a side, unfortunately in the shadow of a cliff. That's bad news as Filet is powered by solar energy. (laughs) I'll give Uh, you more time. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, So the lander had about 60 hours of battery life. They were able to do a fair amount of science while they were up there with the battery life that they had. They knew that there was a chance that they weren't going to be getting solar energy. And so they had contingencies for that. They had a plan. And they were able to do some sampling of the surface. We now know uh, that the comet itself is made mostly of ice with a layer of dust on top of it. Um, it It is about the same, has the same tensile strength as sandstone wood, which explains why there was the bounce, um, not as much of a, of a soft landing or it kind of like hitting the sponge and some of the energy being absorbed. Um, one of the, with one of the last bits of energy that the lander had, they lifted the, they extended the landing gear about four centimeters to lift it a little higher off the ground. And they rotated the body of the lander itself to hopefully get some more sun exposure. So as the comet gets closer to the sun, there is a chance that it could wake back up again. But as of now, it's hibernating indefinitely, probably more than likely forever. Um, But you don't think it will. No, it's not expected to. But I will say that the Rosetta spacecraft, the mothership, as it were, that spent 
10 years getting out there to this um, Comet 67P will be following the Comet for at least the next 20 months, I believe, doing science and um, studying it. As it gets closer to the sun, the Comet will start to break up. The surface will change. The There will be gas, gas jets of you know gas coming out of the surface of the Comet. It'll develop a, what's called, I think, the coma oh i can't remember the name off the top of my head but basically the the what becomes the tail of the comet um as it gets closer to the sun so it uh it'll be exciting you know it's things are far from over but i was kind of captivated by that whole thing for two or three days i was like pretty glued to twitter looking for reading updates and catching what was happening and following along and hoping that they would be able to get some more light or keep the rover alive so they could continue doing, you know, science. But we got some great pictures in the in the meantime from the surface of the comet and of Filet of the impact crater from where it landed initially. <laughs> and then mid-bounce, they can see this thing traveling across the surface. They still have, haven't found on the comet where it actually came to its final resting place. Um, but Rosetta is continuing to orbit the comet and take pictures of the surface to try and locate where on the comet the lander actually is. So that was this week in space news. That was pretty exciting. There was one thing that I wanted to mention. You're you're pushing it. Holmes. I know. I know. This is just because you always complain about the cost of things. Okay. And I saw a great infographic that broke down the cost of the Rosetta mission. So it cost about. This is in European money, unfortunately, okay. but it costs about 1.4 billion euros, which breaks down to the cost of four jetliners, basically. But uh, who paid for it was the European citizens through tax dollars, because ESA is a publicly funded program, just like NASA. Um, the cost per European citizen for the entire Rosetta mission was... Uh, Three dollars and fifty cents. Well, of pounds, three pounds hmm. and fifty point five pounds. That's a good stat. Three point five pounds per person uh, between nineteen ninety six and twenty fifteen. So, point two pounds per person per year. So that's, I mean, that's a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, it costs. I'm, it costs a, a cup of coffee. I've told you before. It's not that I um, don't think that money should go to it. What I believe would make people complain less about taxes is if you got a rundown sheet of all of the programs that taxes pay for and you got to delegate your money or allocate your money to it. And I'm not saying I wouldn't put a few dollars to to NASA or space stuff. I just think that it would be. How much of your tax dollar do you think goes to goes to NASA right now? Um, I'm not going to answer this because you already told me. Oh, but yeah, point point five percent, point five percent of our budget goes to fund NASA right now. So everything we've done, Mars Curiosity, everything that we've done, all of these trips to the space station, all that stuff, that's one penny, low half of a penny on the dollar mm-hmm. of your tax dollar goes to fund NASA. It's so crazy. Yeah, there's a program out there called uh, Penny for NASA that their whole goal is basically saying 
we've done all of this with half a penny. Imagine what we could do with a full penny. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's that, Christina. Yes, that excited me. Did you like? Were you interested at all in it? I mean, it was yes. the probe thing. Like, was talked about. The Rosetta mission mm-hmm. came up in the news quite a bit during those couple of days. Yeah, I mean, it's unprecedented in human history. We've never done anything like that. Did it like? Yeah, I think that you? if I, I didn't know you, that I just would have been like, "Oh, that's cool. Everyone's talking about it," and maybe done a little research. But knowing you, you've been talking about this thing for months. Yeah, and so it gave me a little bit different insight. So I, I was probably more excited about it than I would have been. Yeah. Without it, just uh, what what was amazing to me is that this thing. I mean, this was 15 years ago that this thing launched. <laughs> Yeah, this that's was, crazy. Or ten, t- sorry, ten years ago, there was there was a one of the engineers talking on the project was talking about how he was ten, or he was fifteen when he was fifteen when it launched, and here he is now, one of the main engineers working on the project. So. I think the thing that is so weird to me is that there were hardly any bumps, hardly any things went anything went wrong. There's a ton of stuff that went wrong. But nothing major. It landed on it. It did land, which is a After, miracle. what, 15 years? It's a you miracle. Said? 10 years in deep space, and yeah. it, they still were able to do this. Which, with by the way, the fillet lander has no active steering. So the, it has no way to steer whatsoever. It's called a ballistic trajectory down to the surface of the comet. In other words, they got the Rosetta going a certain speed, and then just... <coughs> Excuse me. Threw it fillet just direction. detached, basically. It would yeah. be like you standing on the top of my car and me driving towards a dumpster and just trying to go the right speed mm-hmm. and the right and and the right everything, and then not even you jumping off. <laughs> me just like turning real quickly and getting you to fall off. It just, mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. And yeah. this all happening 300 million miles away. It takes 28 minutes for a single signal to get from there to here. Well, it's happening 300 million miles away to, with something that's going 40,000 miles Look at the change. Hour. Look at how much we've progressed technology-wise in 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's un, it's unbelievable. Yeah. The one thing that everybody said, that there was lots of questions that I heard in press conferences where they were asking those scientists, if you could change one thing about the ship what would you do and pretty much the biggest the biggest thing they all said was uh bigger battery <laughs> yeah so because i mean battery even back then battery technology was better than what they were able to put on board but they just they they did the best with what they could when it came to funding and all that stuff so anyway so that's that guys that that captivated my interest for a good few mm-hmm. days for sure and will continue to. Now, if, sure. the, put, if there was can, a quick trip in space. <laughs> yeah, put a quick trip on that comet and I'd just never come home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can um, you, you can hear all more about all this stuff and uh, check out Rad Space News all the time on my Twitter account that I made. It's at Just Space Things on Twitter. Follow it, and more more often than not, I just retweet. I, I'm following like 350 space related accounts on there, and I just retweet cool pictures and little bits of news. And when there's big events like this thing going on with uh, Rosetta and Philae, I you know 
share what information I come across. So check it out at Just Space Things on Twitter, guys. I appreciate it. Um, is there any anything else that we needed to cover that you thought of? I don't think so. Yeah. I will say, so uh, we had a couple pieces of feedback. There was uh, the Reaction Podcast. Somebody listened to us and they tweeted at us today. I think I retweeted them because they talked about us on their podcast. This cracked me up. They said that uh, they they said that we were more wholesome than most of the podcasts that they listen to. What do they listen to? <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, uh, okay. I mean, have, I, I'm not you, upset by that. I, it doesn't offend me or anything. Do you but, know what episode they listen to? I do not. Oh. I do not. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's not true. He did mention it on the... He, the, he, the guy started out with episode 69, which was the episode where we told the whole story of Kay and all the court stuff and everything that's happened over the last year. And he said that he thought that that was actually a great episode to come in on because hmm. it kind of gives him an idea of who we are and where we're at and that kind of stuff. So. Okay. Um, so we had that piece of feedback that was from the reaction podcast the three guys three questions i'm not going to get too much into talking about them because mm-hmm. um we were promised cookies and those have not arrived yet have they even asked for our address uh in, yeah mm-hmm. well for my address those better cut. we'll see wait are we is it weird to eat things that people make you that you don't know no i eat out the garbage not sure. Yeah, as long as they don't smell like bleach, I think we'll be okay. So that was. Th- I'll let you eat one first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Or we could give them to Katrina and tell them that you. Tell her that we that made they're them. Magic. Ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell her this. <laughs> we made these special just for you, Katrina. All right, Christina. Uh, so guys, you can find us on our podcast, on our podcast. This is our podcast. (laughs) You found us. Congratulations. You can find us on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. You can call us. We have a phone number on there. Um, oh, this is the one last thing that I was going to say. I had somebody write me on Facebook and that had added me. I pretty much just accept anybody that asked to be my friend on Facebook Mm -hmm. because why not? And, um, he mentioned that he had listened to the show for a while and he appreciated it and said, thanks, keep going or whatever, which by the way, thank you. It's nice hearing that stuff every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, but one of the things that he said is that he actually is one of the people that enjoys when we do have guests on. And and Mm. I realize it's been a while since we have guests. So we should, uh, we should, we should get out there and, and, get some more guests on and, and talk about the stuff they nerd out about. So guys, if you really nerd out about something, if you have something, no matter how weird or little or big or whatever it is, or if you know somebody, you have a friend that just can't stop talking about fill in the blank. Like, Oh, you know, Bill, Bill and his shoes. He's always talking about shoes or yeah, antique shoelace collection or whatever. <laughs> we want to hear about it. We want to talk to that person because I want to share their passion with the world because it's inspiring to me and maybe it'll inspire other people. And it's interesting. So hit us up on our website and tell us. You can tweet us. You can face tweet Facebook us. Mm-hmm. You can find us on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. There's a contact form on there. You can ask us a question. You can call our voicemail. Hit us up. We want to hear from you. So, guys, we love you. Christina, do you have any last words? Um. <laughs> I don't care if you love or hate our podcast. Just don't talk shit and don't make replies about it. Yeah, because it's not nice. It's me. Be nice. Be nice, guys. All right. Let your nerd flag fly.
to the phone. Episode 71 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Today is November 18th, the year of our Lord, 2014, and it is 10.38 p.m. What do you want me to say? For the opening, what do you want me to say? You don't want me to say the year of our Lord. Today is Tuesday, November 18th, 2000. Wait. One more time. Do it again. What do I have to do again? Today is Tuesday, November 18th, the year of our Lord, 2014. I can't say the year of our Lord. Today is Tuesday, November 18th, 2000. What am I doing again? Today is Tuesday, November 18th, the year of our Lord, 2014. And this is episode 71 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. (laughs) 